Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello and welcome to Pod and Gore. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And welcome to our Halloween episode, man. <laughs> I'm so, so excited. excited. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I'm super excited. Meat can barely hide it. Oh. Yeah, I if if you weren't such a super fan of Halloween, I definitely would have picked this one sooner rather than later. <laughs> well, and I wanted to hold off on it just because I felt like it was a little too on the nose that I would just start out with this or do it sure, super sure. early in. And I even still, I feel like it's really early in, but... Yeah. I am not sorry. The sooner we talk about this one, the sooner we get to talk about the rest of them. The other ones, exactly. And so, before we dive into this, Justin's going to toss in a quick plug. Yes, I'm going to uh, shamelessly shill my other show. Uh, So, all of you horror fans, we're all fans here of the horror genre. Right. uh, On my other show, A Nerd's World, where every other week, uh, our friend and I, er, our friend Andrew and I, sorry, uh pick a random topic out of a bucket and we do a little research on it and give a bit of a presentation and we talk about our favorite things about that subject. Right. Just so happens our next episode which will be debuting uh exactly a week after this drops mm-hmm. is Friday the 13th. And not even a phone call, dude. I know. <laughs> like I should have, I could have, and I didn't want to, so yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, it's Next your... time we yeah. do a horror movie, I'll definitely call you, especially if we do Halloween. Right. Your loss and your number loss. Okay. I know. But that's you why that, I'm Andrew? chilling here right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, how dare you piggyback off the success. It's, it's <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> All uh, right. But yeah, definitely check out the show. I can't wait to hear it. And yeah. unfortunately, I got to wait like everybody else because I'm... Not an insider. No. <laughs> no. Not, a, not close enough inside the baseball. <laughs> it's available out. in all the places that you get this show. iTunes, Google Play, whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've done a ton of episodes already, about as many as this show. Yeah. We've covered Goosebumps. Clone <laughs> High is our newest one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones I did. Clo- I don't um, remember. Goosebumps was good. I actually finished that on the way here. Good. And so, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Without further ado, though. Boom, let's head to Haddonfield, bitch, and get it on. Mm. Oh, not... Never mind. Okay. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Stranger Things, no? (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I haven't started season three yet. I've finished it, and it's great. Is it? I like it better than two. Well, dude, see, I told you what happened with two. Like, like, my wife and I, we watched two, Mm -hmm. and then we got to the finale, and then I think we stopped watching it halfway through like it was like i don't remember it but i remember it not being like the most eventful yeah season finale so i I don't know if i fell asleep or i you know we have a that's depressing we have a child sure so could have been the kid's fault yeah i'll i'll blame her (laughs) like i did for not being able to fully sit down and watch halloween last night run around shitting herself (laughs) but yeah so um talk about inside baseball (laughs) and so we'll go ahead and uh dive in um i kind of had a biased approach to this like instead of like kind of the point yeah well like our normal um approach is to be like we'll just take bullet points on productions and stuff like that and then kind of riff on it 
I have fucking paragraphs. <laughs> he wrote <laughs> like, a book. So essentially what's going to happen is he's going to talk for the next hour lot. and a half. Right, yeah, this is going to be a lot. I'm going to take a nap because I just had dinner, <laughs> a little sleepy, got the full belly going. Yeah, you do. So uh, <laughs> just wake me up when you're ready for me to talk. No, man. All right, so, um, and honestly... Like I didn't write it myself. Wikipedia most, did most of the work. Sure, I just uh, <laughs> borrowed Copy from pasted. it. So I mean, honestly, it's not any information that you really can't get anywhere else. It's just we're gonna give it to you yeah. in one shot, make it easy on you. That's what we're here for, right? So Halloween is a 1978 American independent slasher film directed and scored by John Carpenter. If you don't know that, stop listening. <laughs> Go. Well, you know, every every podcast is someone's first podcast, and maybe this is the introduction episode, and your passion will start a new generation of Halloween fans. Don't pander to me, you piece of shit. I'm That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and so I have nothing else to do in this episode until we start talking about the movies. So which, just... Yeah, which you were you so generous. You like you went as ham on the notes as I did on the fucking rest of it. Yeah. So this is going to be like a four hour and twelve minute podcast. Um, <laughs> So it was co-written and uh, with producer Deborah Hill, which it doesn't say, but they were actually dating. Or mm-hmm. yeah, they were a couple, and it's uh, starring Donald Pleasance and Jamie Lee Curtis in her film debut. Yeah, what a way to start it out. Um, the film tells the story of a ser- of a serial killer, Michael Myers, as he stalks and kills teenage babysitters on Halloween night, fifteen years after escaping, or fifteen years after he murders his- murdered his teenage sister Judith Myers. I fucking read that like it was like, uh-huh. just a long ass sentence. Uh-huh. Um, after escaping Smith's Grove, Smith's Grove it, um, Sanitarium, he returns home to the sleepy town of Haddonfield, Illinois, slash California, um, <laughs> while being pursued by his uh, psychiatrist, uh, Samuel Loomis. Michael stalks high school student Lori Strode and her friend as they babysit, as they babysit and uh, carries out her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God, this is why I get for reading what other people write. I know, this is why uh, I edit. Yeah, I was so lazy this week, dude. Uh, Dr. Loomis desperately seeks to find his patient and stop his rampage before the carnage intensifies. Boy, Boy does howdy. he not. <laughs> no, not even close, um, and not even well. No. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, it was shot in Southern California, which, if you watch the movie, you can tell... They did their best to make it look like it was spring or fall. Yeah, I heard but that it was they, summer. It was like they June. actually reused the leaves. Like they would use the leaves for a scene, mm-hmm. then they'd have to gather them all up. Yeah, because they're balling on a budget. They're yeah. like, yeah, they re- yeah, exactly. They were reusing a lot of things that um, they just a penny pinch because I mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll say what the budget was in here, but it was not a lot. Um, it was shot in Southern California and was released in um, on October 25th, 1978 by Compass International Pictures. The film was a major success, earning accolades as a classic horror film. It grossed $74 million at the box office in the U.S. and $23 million international for a total of $70 million worldwide, becoming, the, um, becoming one of the most profitable independent films, which yeah, I get it. Um, it also spawned a shit ton of uh, copycats, including Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, well, then that we're gonna get rid of get into that. Um, good thing that like I didn't like take it from somebody's like legit website, and they're like, uh, I was listening to this podcast, and this dude ripped everything I fucking wrote. <laughs> 
Um, well, I'm sure the editors at Wikipedia will be sending us a strongly worded email soon. Well, then I'll just go onto Wikipedia and change <laughs> shit around myself and be like, mm, that's weird because that's not what it says. See that extra A there? <laughs> yeah. It's I different. Didn't, I didn't do that as it says my name as like last edited by. Um, it was uh, praised primarily for Carpenter's direction and score. Many uh, credits... Many credit the film as the first in a long line of uh, slasher films inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho uh, 18 years earlier, which is one that I would like to do sometime because it's been a long yeah, time since I've seen Psycho. One, ironically, the... Janet Lee? Yeah, is Jamie Lee Curtis's yep. mom. Exactly. Scream Queen royalty. Mm-hmm. Like one of the first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. The thing that, okay, so some critics have suggested that Halloween may encourage uh, sadism and misogyny by audi- by I- by the audience identifying with the killer hmm. um, or with its villain. Um, <clears throat> it says others have suggested the film is a social critique of the immor- uh, immorality of youth and teenagers in 1970s America with many of my, uh, Myers victims being sexually promiscuous substance abusers. Um, while the lone heroine is depicted as innocent and pure, hence her survival. Right. Which, which is a big trope <clears throat> that's used. Yeah. Regularly. Start of the final girl trope. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I was watching it for this, mm-hmm. I kind of noticed like it, it seemed more feminine forward to me. It seemed like, I mean, even the girls that end up not making it to the end are giving the guys shit and like, Hey, you get me a beer and yeah, give I'm me gonna, a beer. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay here, and so he gets killed first. And I don't know. It was just maybe I'm reading a little too much into it. But. Well, no, um, I get it. It makes sense. Like, I mean, thinking about it, and like, for the most part, you know, the dialogue wasn't bad. Like, this isn't no. like Rod and Nightmare Except on Elm for Street. Speed kills. Speed kills. Hey, is, jerk. <laughs> speed kills. Yeah, I saw that's, that in your notes. That's close. <laughs> well, as we'll get to later, like Annie just yeah. roundhouse her. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. A remake was released in 2007, which itself was followed by a sequel in 2009, and an 11th installment, which serves as a direct sequel to the original film that retcons all previous sequels was released in 2018. And is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and I... More shilling for my uh, other episode that I did on Friday the 13th. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so Friday the 13th was the most profitable horror franchise mm-hmm. until the 2018 Halloween movie. Made and all the now, Yeah. Now well, Halloween and it doesn't is the help most that, you know, Friday the 13th is stuck in legal hell. Sure. I mean, they haven't had a movie since 2009. I think, yeah, I think it came out the same. Seven or nine. I want to say I'm pretty sure it's 2009 because I think it came out around the same time as. You'd think I'd know that considering I just talked about it yesterday. Right. But I I think that it's. uh, 2009. Yeah. Because I thought it was this. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. And I was pulling up the IMDb's. Um, yeah, it was the same year as... Oh, no, just before Nightmare Remake. Yeah. Yeah, the Russia remakes in the late 2010s. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever. I'm with you. Let's yeah, move you know, on. You know what I mean. <laughs> <clears throat> um, additionally, a novelization. You know, like, off topic real quick. So that novelization, I had it on Audible. Really? But the thing that killed it for me is the woman that was narrating it. 
like was doing a good job. Like she did a great narration, except for her certain, mm. her doctor certain. Like she was doing like this deep Indian accent kind of, and I was like, mm. oh, I can't listen to this. <laughs> like I was, I'm like, I really wanted to know what kind of stuff was in there. So I mean, yeah. maybe I'll pick up the book or something. You should. But yeah, I couldn't get past that. I was. It's kind of like the Watchmen motion comic where the guy that narrates and does all the voices also does the female voices. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it is. It's just this. like a deep voice guy trying to talk like a girl, and it's, you know, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Especially when they have a deeper voice. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, in 2000, additionally, a novelization, video game, and comic book oh, series. I have to find that. No, no kidding. Um, have been based on the film. I didn't know there was a game. Um, yeah, I think it mentions it. Sure. In 2006, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Um, it is decided. It is decided. You and that fucking gif every time I'm like, yes, we're doing this. It is decided. Um, I think that the game was like really early on, oh, like okay. uh, it might've been like Atari, not Atari, but it might've like been. Like an NES or no? A... Well, no, I don't. You I keep mean... going and I'll look it up because yeah. I have nothing else to do but interrupt <clears throat> you all the time. No. <laughs> so it took approximately 10 days to write the screenplay. Um, Yablins and Akkad ceded most of the creative control to the writers, uh, Carpenter and Hill whom Carpenter wanted as a producer, but Yablins did offer several suggestions. According to a Fangoria interview with Hill, Yablins wanted the script to uh, written like a radio show with booze every 10 minutes. By Hill's recollection, the script took about three weeks to write, and much of the inspiration behind the plot came from the Celtic or Celtic traditions of Halloween, such as the Festival of Samhain. 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 Fuck. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. No. I no. found it, by the way. What is it? So, uh, Halloween is a horror video game for the Atari 2600. It was Atari. Uh, released October 1983 80, <laughs> by Wizard Video. Hmm. How does it look? I just... It's just the thing that... Oh, stupid. Here's the cover. <laughs> Looks like the movie poster. <laughs> yeah. I take it. Yeah. That looks cool as hell. Um, yes. So Sawin. 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 Sow. Like a cow, sow. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um although Sawin is not mentioned in the plot of the first film, Hill asserts that the idea was that you couldn't kill evil and that how we came um and that was how we came about the story. We went back to the old idea of Sawin that Halloween night was the night where all the souls are let out to wreak havoc on the living. Um, and then came up with a story about the most evil kid who ever lived. And then, and when John came up with this uh, fabled town with a dark secret of someone who once lived there, and now the evil has come back, and that's what made Halloween work. Hill, uh, who, who had worked as a babysitter in her teenage years, wrote, wrote most of the female characters' dialogue while... Carpenter drafted Loomis's speeches on the soullessness of Michael Myers. So then Deborah Hill would be the one to talk to about Annie's dialogue. Right. <laughs> but I think she passed away. 
never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so many script details were drawn from Carpenter and Hill's own backgrounds early, um, and early careers. The fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois, was derived from Haddonfield, New Jersey, where Hill was raised, hmm. while several of the streets were taken from Carpenter's hometown of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Lori Strode was allegedly the name of one of Carpenter's old girlfriends, while Michael Myers was the name of an, of an English pro, uh, producer who had previously entered with the Ablins Assault on Precinct 13 in various European film festivals. Homage is also paid to Alfred Hitchcock with two characters' names. Tommy Doyle is named after uh, Lieutenant Detective Thomas uh, J. Doyle from <laughs> Rear Window in 1954. And Dr. Loomis's name was derived from Sam, Lewis, uh, Sam Loomis from Psycho, the boyfriend of Marion Crane, who was Janet Lee, yeah. who was Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Right. Uh, who was, <clears throat> well, fuck, I was just spitballing there. <laughs> it's like next to the whole next line. There you go. Um, Sheriff Lee Brackett shared a name of Hollywood screenwriter and frequent collaborator of Howard Hawks. Um, in devising the backstory for the film's villain, Michael Myers, um, Michael Myers, Carpenter drew on haunted house folklore that exists in many small American communities. Most small towns have a kind of haunted house story you know, one kind or another. Um, he stated, at least that's what teenagers believe. There's always a house down the lane that somebody was killed in or that somebody went crazy in. Um, and Carpenter, uh, Carpenter's inspiration for the evil that Michael would embody came from a visit he had taken during, um, during call that had taken during college to a psychiatric institution in, in Kentucky. There he visited a ward with his psych, uh, psychology classmates where the most serious mentally ill patients were held. Among these uh, patients was an adolescent boy who pos uh, possessed a blank schizophrenic stare. See, I haven't heard this part. Characters, um, Carpenter's experience would inspire the characterization that Loomis would give of Michael to Sheriff Brackett in the film. Deborah Hill has stated the scene where Michael kills the Wallace's German Shepherd was done to illustrate how he is really evil and deadly, yeah. which makes sense because yeah. why would you kill a dog? Aside from the, it making <clears throat> noise, I mean, you could have no, done I get, I virtually get it. anything else. Yeah, yeah, but it does just to be like, ooh, dude, kill a dog. Well, and you know, you saying that, it's interesting. I never really put a lot of stock into all the nonsense Loomis rambled on mm -hmm. all the time, but it does get you in the mindset of Michael and his detachment and just how horrifying and frightening he is. Cause without that, it doesn't make a lot of sense mm -hmm. and you don't really have that connection to be like, well, he's just a dude being super creepy right. and following these girls. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the ending scene of Michael being shot six times and then disappearing after falling off the balcony was meant to terrify the imagination of the audience. Mm hmm. Um, Carpenter tried to keep the audience guessing as to who Michael Miker, Michael Miker, Michael Miker, <laughs> Michael Myers really Breaker, is. Breaker. Yeah. You can tell I don't read a lot. Um, <laughs> who he really is. He is gone and he is everywhere at the same time. He is more than human. Um, he may be supernatural and no one knows how he got, how he got that way. 
Uh, to Carpenter, keeping the audience guessing was better than explaining away the character with, uh, he's cursed by some blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, like in The Curse of Michael Myers. Really? Are we going to get into the thorn pole here, dude? Um, Carpenter has described Halloween as a true crass exploitation. I decided to make a film I would love to see, would would have loved to have seen as a kid. Full of cheap, tr- uh, cheap tricks like a haunted house at a fair where you walk down the corridor and things jump out at you. Halloween is a widely influential film with, within the horror genre. Uh, it was largely largely responsible for the popular uh, popular popularization. Wow, that was a hard word for me to say. <laughs> Popu- uh, popularization. Phonetically. Fucking you! I hated you. <laughs> uh, of slasher films in the 1980s and helped develop the slasher genre. Halloween popularized many tro- <laughs> I did it, dude. Sure. Halloween popularized many tropes that have become completely synonymous with the slasher genre. Um, Halloween helped pop to popularize the final girl trope, the killing off of characters who are substance abusers or sexually promiscuous, and the use of the theme song for the killer. Carpenter also shot many scenes from the perspective of the killer in order to build tension. These elements have become so established that many historians argue that Halloween is, is responsible for the new uh, wave of horror that emerged in, during the 1980s. Due to its popularity, Halloween became the, a blueprint for success that many other horror films, such as Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, would follow, um, and that others like Scream would satirize. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, and you can definitely see it. I mean, I, I. Well, they watch Halloween in Scream. Yeah. You know, like, that's the thing. That's one of my favorite things about Scream is, like, you know, it's done by Wes Craven. Yeah. So you have the Freddy reference in there. Sure. Obviously. But yeah, the fact that they're watching Halloween at, you know, the house party, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I, you know, it makes me remember back in my day when I first started watching horror movies, this was the franchise that I gravitated to the most. Yeah, me and too. And I watched all of them again and again, and they were mm-hmm. always my favorite. Yeah, it is it is by far my favorite. Being closely followed by Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Sure. But that's just because it's such a good... Like, these both, like... they're It's different with yeah. these movies. Like, I mean, you have Nightmare on Elm Street, you have... Um, but some like uh, I just fucking completely lost where I was going with that. <laughs> but like watching, I don't know if it's a '70s thing. Where watching these movies, there's a different feel than what you would get with your '80s yeah. horror movies. So I don't. I'm, I'm not smart enough to break down. It. Yeah, to break down what those are, but it's, I know they're there. there. <laughs> I see you in there. Yeah, okay. Um. The major themes present, uh, present. <laughs> the things they present, <laughs> or they're present. I presents. Yeah, major, uh, major themes present, present. <laughs> I'm, uh, I hate getting up. If, I'm like five o'clock in the morning. Like I'm just can't read. <laughs> um, the major themes present in Halloween would also become common in slasher films it inspired. Film girl, uh, films, film scholar. Pat Gill notes that in Halloween, there's a theme of absentee parents, but films such as Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th feature the parents becoming directly responsible for the creation of the killer. Yeah, Um, definitely Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Well, definitely Friday the 13th with the mother. 
Well, yeah. But I mean, if you look at the first one, she is the killer. Right. Thus becoming Thus directly. Thus becoming it. In, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Um, there, are sla- um, there are slasher films that predate Halloween, of course. Sure. Uh, such as Silent Night, Bloody Night, Black hmm. Christmas, which these ones we will we will do. Get to but yeah, like I mean, we we generally pick movies, but like I think that I know that when we get closer to holidays mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that we might gravitate more towards season appropriate films. Right. Like so, so we'll def- probably do another Halloween around Halloween. Yeah, most <laughs> likely. Um, I know you were talking about potentially doing the remake and around mm-hmm. that. To- oh no, you did tell me what you're going to do. So never mind. Boom. Boom. <laughs> hmm. Um, <laughs> you would- could. <laughs> yeah. Or three. Yeah. Three is nice because it's so different and apart from. Right. And exactly. And it's, yeah, you can basically do that many Halloween movies close together because like with Halloween three, honestly, if it had a different title, if it wasn't called yeah. Halloween three, I think people would like it much more. They just, yeah, if they it would have just been past, called Season of the Witch. They just can't get past the fact this is Halloween three. Yeah. You know, and I get it because I hated no, I it when too. I was younger. Um Though it is cool, they actually show Halloween on the TV during yeah. the movie. Yeah, I agree with so that too. Nice. So they're, they're that just that little bit of connective tissue there. Um, but yeah, so Silent Night, Bloody Night, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Black Christmas, which contain prominent elements of the slasher genre, both involving a group of teenagers being murdered by a stranger as well as having the final girl trope. Halloween, however, is considered by historians as being responsible for the new wave of horror films because it not only used those tropes, but pioneered many others. Um, Rockoff notes that it is difficult to overestimate the importance of Halloween, uh, noting its pioneering use of the final girl character, uh, subjective point of view shots, and holiday setting. Rockoff considers the film the blueprint for all slash, uh, slashers and the model against which subsequent films are judged. So, I mean, you set the bar pretty high. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really hard for any of those to kind of live up to. Well, I mean, that's why so few have had staying power. I mean, there's multiple horror movies every year, but off the top of your head, how many can you really name? Right. And then whose killer has become as synonymous and as big a name as Michael Myers. I mean, there's really 10. Well, yeah, and if you, and like we talked about this the, uh, the other day, like it took what, 20 years for Scream to kind of reach where it's at now with considering Ghostface to be an OG slasher. Yeah. You know I what would I mean? say a little less than that, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't. I, and obviously you wouldn't because you didn't, you stupid dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, I grew up on Scream, so I know, it and was... I'm, I love Scream too, and I'm not, I'm not like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, it's kind of reached that status. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of being considered like... One of the icons. Yeah, it's almost like it wasn't as appreciated then as it is now, I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, underestimated, and then the more, like, as time goes on, people are like, wow, this really is actually... A legit franchise. Fair enough. Yeah. And so, hey, guess what? It only took us um, 28 minutes to get through the notes. Really? 
Yeah, dude, we're we're done. Oh my! I mean, God. that covered quite a bit. That was a lot of me talking. That was a, a big slog, but I'm surprised. And I interrupted you every chance I could get. No, yeah, we we went through that a lot faster than I expected. Wow. Um, well, good night, everybody. Yeah, oh, that was uh, fun. <laughs> my uh, yeah. Um, the tagline for this movie I wrote down because it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is entitled to one good scare. It's oh. great. Um, and it. It actually it has a 95% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 89% uh, audience score. Nice. Which I'm a little surprised the audience score is so low. Right, and even at, I mean, it's low, but I mean, it's not low. Well, I mean, it's not like low, low, but I mean, like that it's lower than the actual score. score. So, yeah, I gotcha. And so, um, without further ado, let's just dive into the actualities of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, dude, that... Well, it's your movie. Do you want to kick it off, or we can kick? I'll kick it off. The fact that you've been talking for the last half hour. Do you want me you to kick what? it off? You know what? I'm not. I'll leave the complaining about talking to you. Boom. Boom. Because that's also a Justin trope. Kiss my what? <laughs> Sphincter says what? Hmm? Um. Yeah. I'll kick it off. Okay. So. Oh man. Are you sure. <laughs> I got lost in fucking in thought there because I was just like, you know, when you start thinking about something you really love, and you're just like. Mm-hmm. Started thinking about me. Fuck. Okay, I'm brought back. Um, <laughs> yeah, like as good as this movie is, it's nothing without the music. Definitely. The score of the and see the funny thing is is, um, I'm gonna do a quick plug for my friend's show. So if you're into podcasts and you're, which I would hope so, since you're listening to this, sure, um, sure. If you like Halloween, which I would hope so, you know, listening to this and the fact that it's a uh, fucking Halloween, mm-hmm. and if you don't, what are you doing? Sure. Yeah. Oh, so my stuff yeah. there. So and if you okay, so if you're into Halloween at all, yeah, go check out my friend's podcast. It's called Halloween Unleashed. Um, you won't be disappointed. Like, as much as I fangirl over Halloween, I am a novice when it comes to this shit. As much as what you'll get off of that show mm-hmm. franchise, he's an independent mask maker. Like everything, like. You just go and check it out. But well, when you guessed it a couple <clears throat> times, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I actually, I, I was on that show. Um, I did a couple guest spots with him. Yeah. His name is Chris, a good friend of mine. You, you won't be disappointed. But one of the things I learned from doing that show was that what happened, and I didn't have this in the notes. Uh, so they previewed, and I'm hope I'm not mixing up my notes now that I think about, it, but I'll run with it. So, um, they showed the movie to an exec. Yeah, if you if you didn't say this, I was about. Yeah, to say they it. showed the movie to an exec, and it didn't do anything. Like he was like, "This sucks." Yeah. You know, and then Carpenter went and redid the music and did the score and did the sound effects and all that kind of stuff. And when I just, think the the cut they showed him didn't have the music at no, all. No, it didn't. No, and so, and so that then just he inserted you, the music. Yeah. Just how powerful the fucking score of this movie is. It is. I mean, it without the music, it would not be what it is now. Exactly. I mean, and it's a great movie. It was well shot, everything, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But yeah, without the score, that movie isn't shit, unfortunately. Word. 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 Like, it, like I don't know. Everything, anytime that John Carpenter touches, touches a fucking keyboard, mm-hmm. it's just magic. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I could afford to be like, dude, will you make us a fucking intro <laughs> song, dude? Could be like, could you imagine our show oh, no. being fucking opened by a Carpenter theme? Like, like the one that he did for Shudder, 
Yeah. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> like, I'm like, fuck you guys for having it. You're an app. You don't even need music, man. Like, what are <laughs> you, you doing? You open. Yeah. It's all, don't, don't. I'm like, <laughs> every time I open it, I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> having theme music, you don't even need it. Um, but yeah, the score. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode just on the score. Or just John Carpenter's music in general. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, so I good. also like the the jack o' lantern and the fact that they harken back to that in the the remake. new one. Yeah, I like that they did that in reverse. Yeah, like I'm sure that there's a reason why they did it like that, but like I like that that's how they opened the movie was with the jack o' lantern, mm-hmm. with the music, with the similar opening credits. Like I'm like, well, I mean, it's, it's the idea of like 40 years later, and so it's all decayed and right. Shit. I get it, but. Yeah, good things. Yeah, I like it. And I forgot about the Halloween chant. I didn't write down the lyrics of what they say, but at the very opening of the movie, after the beginning, there are these kids that say this almost Kruger-esque rhyme thing about Halloween. I can't remember the words at all. Right. But I I completely forgot about that, which is sad, because I just watched this like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is I literally just watched it um, last night, yeah. and I did my best to try to, you know, pay attention to it, which is hard when you have a toddler. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, man, they, uh... yeah, go, uh, go ahead, because okay. I was... Um... You can look up the chant, and I'll move on to Yeah, because I was pulling it up, film. and it's like... Yeah, you know, I think you'd almost have to just, like, listen to the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing that I like about it, when you touched on it in your notes, is the idea that Haddonfield is this any town USA, and it's one of those things that makes you go, "Oh, this could happen to any of us at any time, anywhere we live." Mm-hmm. Like you go, you see the streets <clears throat> of Haddonfield, and it's like, "Oh, that kind of looks like the street I grew up on, or my friend did." Right, and see, like I was like, someday I want, like I want to live. In a neighborhood that looks just like that. That's how what I... Because you want to be stalked by a serial killer? Sure. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We have different dreams. No, I just like... (laughs) Like, I didn't grow up in the nicest of neighborhoods and stuff like that. So looking at that, I'm like, you know, even though, yes, it's set in a horror movie, horror movie, I just... I liked the look. Yeah. It's that Um, white picket fence kind of idealized Americana. Okay. So here you go. Here is the rhyme okay and it's black cats and goblins and broomsticks and ghosts covens of witches with all of their hosts you may think they scare me you're probably right black cats and goblins on halloween night yeah i don't know what it's from i don't know what it has to do with really anything (laughs) if anything i feel like it fits season of the witch a little bit better i do too but but i do like it's there and it's cool right i do like it and i guess if i just would have scrolled down a little bit more that it had it all right there i'm like i'm all surging through i'm like fucking tell me where it's at (laughs) um but yeah like it does i did like i do like the fact that it's it can be anywhere yeah yeah like it's not like oh shit i can tell that's a desert or i can tell that's the northwest or you know like it right well and that's you know i know on our first episode, I did Nightmare on Elm Street because mm. Freddy is my favorite and all. But 
the thing that makes a Michael Myers a ghost face, even in some degrees of Jason, even scarier is the idea that it could happen. I mean, Seemingly, if, yeah. If you take the realism. supernatural part out of it, right? Of them all resurrecting all the time from lightning and crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like some whack job with a knife in some rando neighborhood. Yeah. It could happen. I mean, that's one of the things I love, and we were talking about this before we started about the uh, the new one from mm-hmm. 2018 when he's walking through the neighborhoods oh, God, and yeah. just going into random ass houses for no really rhyme or reason. It's just yeah, it, it can like you it could it could happen. Yeah, you know? it's so terrifying. Yeah, he just happened. And one of the things that I love about the the construct of Halloween is the fact that it's really the first masked serial killer on Halloween where everybody and their brother has a mask mask on on already and so you don't think about it Mm -hmm. like this and weaponry on them and you go oh that's probably fake Mm -hmm. but yeah you know it's it's not like you know hey it's july 18th yeah and Uh, this whack job with the william shatner (laughs) mask and a (laughs) kitchen knife is standing in my front yard right that's a little weird but if it's Halloween, it's like, oh, that's just some rando. Yeah, it's, it's Halloween. Just, yeah. It's... And then he can just make his way into your house, mm-hmm. do what he needs to do, leave, go to the next victim. Right. And, you know, and that's one of the things that I love about the first one before it starts getting into the sequels where he's all related to Lori and all that shit, because it feels more random. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do kind of like the fact that it went back to that. Yeah, definitely. With the sequel, like, I mean, we're not going to go down the rabbit hole right now of the Halloween timeline. Yeah. And the fact that we don't this have will that be kind like that, like the fact that this upcoming will be the fourth Halloween too. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so one of the next things you were talk- going to talk about would be all the point of view shots of this movie, mm-hmm. and so. Like starting out with the POV shots, with him lurking, watching, and but you're seeing it from his uh, perspective. Yeah, it definitely adds something, and I think that's probably one of the reasons, just because of all those shots, like being, you know, through his field of vision. Yeah, I think is what appeals to me. Yeah, I mean, it gives you that stalker feel. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple that I don't particularly like. Like when he actually looks at his hand stabbing the sister. That's kind of dumb. The funny thing is, is that's actually Deborah Hill's hand. I know. And then... (laughs) You're telling the listener. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Not me. Yeah, well, maybe I am. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, you don't need to because I know. The The other one that bugged me was in the cop car or whatever car, mm-hmm. and you see through the grate. Like, it, the shot is from the back seat through the grate through the window. And it's like, shouldn't it be the front seat through the windshield? Are you talking about when he sees Tommy at the school? Because yeah. that, was the set, that was the station wagon. That wasn't a cop car. Okay, Well, okay, I could have been wrong about the kind of car, could, but it had like the... Or. It had the. It did the, have the that, the grate in the back. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. That's why I thought cop car. I know I'm. It's not a cop car because it <clears> doesn't steal a cop car. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I get you. Um, see, that never really clicked for me. Like it, but it like, will now. Yeah, I get like <laughs> it. 
and it, it still doesn't bother me. No. Like I get, it's I get little nitpick things. Yeah, I get your point of it. You know, it's not really his point of view because mm-hmm. if he's driving it, he's not in the back. Right. I like. I'm so glad you didn't write that down because I would have erased it <laughs> from well, I the wrote notes. It down. <laughs> I know you. You did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. No, because you went from POV intro right into very quick sex scene. Well, we're still, kind in, of we're still in the opening of the movie. The POV intro is Michael with the mask on, and you see through the eye holes of the mask. No, I know that. We're I'm just saying that like here. you were talking about... Um... Oh, did you write that down later on? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. I, I, I jumped ahead, because oh. you were talking about shots, and I just thought I'd interject here. I got you. The other thing that I noticed with the shots even when it's not necessarily his point of view mm-hmm. is they do a lot of wide shots and yeah. it looks like someone's point of view as if someone is watching these people yeah it's not like a regular movie where you get those up close no you know you, head shots you get the wide field of vision yeah everything is wide and then they come into focus and it's kind of like someone is at a distance watching them as they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And it just adds to that layering of stalking yeah. that Michael's doing. I agree. Good. Glad. I hate agreeing <laughs> with you so much. God damn it. You might need to scoot your head back, otherwise you're going to bump the mic. <laughs> but the very quick sex scene is... Uh, oh, what's her name? Judith mm-hmm. and the boyfriend. Because they go upstairs while Michael is still outside i think and then in the time it takes him to get inside which is all of about two minutes the boyfriend is coming downstairs like okay that was yeah, fun it was super quick and she's like call me tomorrow he's like yeah sure yeah he's such a dick about it like well the funny thing was is i didn't even it never really like i i never really paid attention to the kid's face until yeah. he was running down the stairs and out the door uh-huh. like in him looking up mm-hmm. i'm like just an ungrateful a, bastard. Son of a bitch. Yeah, sure, I'll call you tomorrow if I feel like it. Yeah. Well, then you go upstairs and then you see Judith Myers, and I would have been like, I'm calling you when I get home. Yeah, no shit. I'm not going to leave yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, right? your parents aren't home yet. Like, what? yeah, what's going like, on I'll, here? I'll stick around for a couple minutes. Yeah. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and then you start to kind of get the the making the way through the house, mm-hmm. the POV. He puts shot. on the, mm-hmm. and I forgot that the boyfriend had the clown mask when they were still on the bed, on the couch downstairs. Uh, yeah, on the couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he left that, and that's the mask that Michael picks up. Right. Super cool. Yeah. But then when they do the reveal, and I think this is the part that kind of works for this movie, and I, one of the things that makes it so iconic is that when you finally see who the killer is Mm -hmm. because you kind of always assume it's just some adult. But when you see that it's just this sweet looking blonde boy who could be on any street corner. Yeah. It's horrifying. Well, yeah, because it's not something you would ever think that you would see someone around the age of five or six. Yeah. Being like, oh, that kid's up to something. Be like, no, mm-hmm. it's just a kid out. Maybe nowadays. But yeah. back then. Yeah, that was, uh, what, 41 years ago now? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You're old. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, all I did was take my age and add five. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, the eye hole 
um, I don't know when that first came about, but like the just the little eye hole mm-hmm. perspective, you know, reaching in and grabbing the gigantic fucking knife out of the drawer, which I've never owned a knife that big. I think <laughs> I have one, but that's because my wife cooks and well, stuff. Well, yeah, I cook. I can cook, but like <laughs> I don't have a eighteen inch fucking butcher a butcher knife. Well, Chef's knife, whatever. 70s, they didn't really care. They just give you the sharpest, most awkward <laughs> thing in the world, and who cares about public safety? Right. I'm but, sure it's fine. But making the way, you know, grabbing the knife, making the way through the house, mm-hmm. making, you know, upstairs, like, the thing that I did on my friend's podcast was more, um, we were doing movie mistakes. Yeah. And so we were going through each of the movies, you know, breaking down the fuck-ups. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is when you watch this movie, when he makes his way through the dining room, mm-hmm. off to the right, you you can see the doorway and you'll see the shadow, but the shadow is shaped like a box. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a few of them. As we make our way through, I'll be like, hey, so this is a memorable <laughs> fuck up right here. Uh, here's another one. So you're going to ruin the movie for us. That's good. For you. See, I always... People would have to listen to this to be ruined. (laughs) Fair enough. The only thing I noticed was that, and I think it happened in Friday the 13th too, they hold the knife, what I would consider to be upside down. Mm -hmm. The sharp end is on top. See, I... And I always think of it as sharp end on the bottom. You're supposed to, I think so too. Because see, I... When I got married a couple months ago, I... Somebody was taking pictures because I had my Myers mask on that my friend Matt Reed made. Yeah. Another shout out. Um, I was holding my butcher knife, uh-huh. but I I didn't realize I was holding it upside down. So like I'll show you the pictures later. But yeah. like I'm I'm holding on to my brother and I have the knife up here, but it's blade up. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just because it felt better yeah. with the grooves. Oops. <laughs> So this is what I get for fucking chastising you, be, you know, pre-show saying, "Hey, you're the fucker bumping everything now," and here I am. I did it twice. Um, so much for Boom. situational awareness, right? Um, but yeah, it was like, I guess just the way that the the handle was curved, yeah. it felt better holding it that way. Hmm. And I don't know, but yeah, fair enough, right? <clears throat> but yeah, so making the way through, you when you watch it again, you will notice. It's like ET's coming through the door right there. Really? <laughs> with That's the big, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, you know, making the way through the dining room, going upstairs. You know, she's sitting there. He's like looking at her. Mm-hmm. Fucking, she looks so Michael, what are you doing? Boom. Stab. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, 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 stab. Stare at the knife. Stab, stab, stab. Stare at the knife again. Stab, stab, yeah. stab. That that was the, that little that part where he looks at the hand like almost like he's doing it like, well I didn't what am I doing? See, and you could take it that way, and it does kind of excuse it if it's sort of an out of body, or like a maybe he's realizing how much he's enjoying it. There's that too, and he's kind of reveling a second in the you know the the joy of doing it for the first time, right? It's possible. But it doesn't come off that way. No, and see, the thing is, is like, the thing that I love about Halloween is like, like you were talking about earlier, with it being random, Mm -hmm. with the fact that he doesn't seemingly have a motive, he's just doing to do. Yeah. 
It's and like an animal. Right, and that's the thing that I didn't like so much about Zombies Halloween 2 remake. Yeah. When like he was seeing his mom and she's like, you know, kill Michael and stuff like that. I'm like, don't give him a fucking reason. It's more Jason-y. Yeah. There was no, like, that's, like, I'm... Okay, so what day? It's taken me three different days to try to make it through Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, When I watched it not that long ago, too, the wife was out of town and I just binged a bunch of horror movies. Right. And after seeing the 2018 one and loving his randomness so much, Mm -hmm. giving him a reason, because I loved the 2007 one when it came out it was my well, jam i got a figure of it right yeah, there it's super cool i like them too don't get yeah. me wrong it's just but the I, dialogue I like is the so... randomness right more than oh he was uh, abused as a kid he grew up with a bunch of redneck dickheads and right and that's the thing i was gonna say like when you start that movie it is so zombie yeah you know like people i don't at least not in my experience people talking like that yeah like, shut up, bitch, I'll come over there and I'll skull fuck you. I'm like, are you really going to do that, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I, w- I will say that I've been around some people that are kind of like that. Kind of like Not that. Not quite that extreme, but they also weren't as... Uh, like them. <laughs> they, they... You're like, how do I say this without being a fuck about it? Like, <laughs> No, I get it. Like, they weren't as trashy, I yeah, guess would be the way to put it. They were... I, it was very much that. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing that really, like, like just the beginning of that movie, I'm like, it's almost overboard with, like, yeah. being, hey, this is why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I like Myers being the way he is and not knowing why. Yeah. That, it just adds it's a, the Wolverine thing. It's like when you start peeling back and revealing the secret origins, it takes away some of the mystery and intrigue of the character. I agree completely. And there's nothing wrong with leaving a little bit to the imagination. Yeah. You know. Um, so we jump ahead 15 years, and it's revealed that oh, he... but uh, real quick, I do want to jump back, because this, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I added um, my own thing here. Okay. So... He does He does the stabbing. He comes downstairs just as the parents come home. He goes outside. Yeah. Um. And then he's standing out there, mask on, costume on, holding a knife that's almost a third of the size of his body. Yeah. There is blood on it. Mm-hmm. And the parents are like, Michael, what are you doing? And then they just stand there. <laughs> yeah. As it's they a- zoom out. Like, I'm, I wrote down because I wasn't sure. Now, I'm like, is this supposed to be like... It froze, and then you're just kind of zooming out. <laughs> That's three. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, there's it was. Zo- it's. A, I noticed that too. It's a very '70s thing where it's like we didn't really think of what, but it's not really a freeze frame. But they don't move once it's once right. It, once that like the camera starts to pan back. Yeah. Like nothing happens. Like mm-hmm. if I, as a parent, if I came home and my child was holding a knife that had blood on it. Yeah. I don't think i would just be like michael what happened or Maisie, what happened and then stand there and expect to be like i yeah i would imagine it it is supposed to be a freeze frame that's kind of it's never, not quite as overt as like a friday the 13th freeze frame yeah and it like zooms in all freaky and stupid like and so i mean i'm i never really noticed that until i was watching it last night and i'm like huh i wonder 
in a modern take on that, they would, one of them at least, would run into the house. Yeah. And the other would be like inspecting him or whatever. Like, you wouldn't think, oh, he just killed somebody in theory. You'd be like, oh, did you hurt yourself? Did you cut yourself? Right, you'd be looking to see what happened yeah. and then... You know, um, and then if they were fine, you would run into the house and be like, "Okay, who's bleeding where from what?" Yeah, why is you know that much of the knife covered in blood? Yeah, and so and now we can jump ahead fifteen years. We can jump ahead fifteen years, and he hasn't talked in fifteen years, right? And other stuff. I lost my spot. Um, he hasn't spoken to him in fifteen years. He hasn't spoken in fifteen years. Mm -hmm. Um. I saw your notes before I watched the movie, and yeah. so I was reading them, and I'm like, excuse me, I was like, huh, where are we at here? And so, they're in the car, mm-hmm. Loomis is in the car with the nurse, whatever she is, um, yeah. as they're heading towards Smith's Grove. So, I'm right. not sure where they're coming from, or if she works for them, or... It would seem like, because she doesn't really know much about the Michael thing, it's like she... But she's in a Smith's Grove station wagon. Yeah. Like that's like that just hmm. kind of made me, like that literally was the first time I've ever been like that doesn't make sense. Huh. Well, and, I don't know. Yeah, and so because yeah, that's the station wagon that he you right. know, steals and gets off on. But yeah, so oh, you know they, you know, they're riding up towards the gate and um she's talking he but you like you put in your notes he doesn't seem to care. Yeah. But well, and I mean, he refers to Michael as it. Yeah. Instead of him. Well, if you say so. Yeah. But yeah, but also, like, the other thing that I'm thinking is almost to a point to where, like you said, he doesn't care anymore. It's like, yeah, it's almost like he hasn't done anything for 15 years. It's time to move on. Kind of like, mm-hmm. that, that's the thing that I kind of liked about the zombie version with Malcolm McDowell. He's like, you know, nothing's happened for 15 years. He's like, I got to kind of get on with my life he's like weirdly you're my best friend (laughs) yeah i mean he actually kind of it seems like mcdowell made an effort whereas this loomis donald pleasant say anything bad about him and he's fantastic but at the same time you don't get that backstory yeah and so at face value it's like he doesn't see he has this detachment from the situation yeah, yeah I'll give you that. And it's like, you're supposed to be this guy's caregiver and doctor to help him. For 15 years. For 15 years. That's a lot of, lot of years. Yeah, that's several <laughs> years. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's, that's a 15 of them, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a couple of years plus more years, you know? Times a few. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it just, and I've listened to a, a podcast about Halloween recently. I'll do another plug, even though it's nobody I know. Uh, Halloween Unmasked. Okay, yeah, I started to listen to that, and she's fantastic. Yeah, she really is. But like, I was like, I'm no longer a truck driver. I'm no longer have <laughs> endless hours, hours to... and hours to where I can kill, you know, sit and listen and blah blah blah. I'm with you. But on one of the episodes, they kind of talk about Loomis, and they talk about him with the psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, he didn't really seem to do the things that you would normally do. In a case like this, okay, I can't remember the specifics. So go listen but to they it. But they did—they did a like a breakdown of it. Yeah, I got you. And it—it it really just kind of made you think. Oh, Loomis is kind of an ass, and he's not really as 
invested in curing him as it kind of seemed. Which is kind of funny because then later he just becomes consumed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, he doesn't seem to care. They're getting closer mm-hmm. to the gate and then it's like, they're all like, why are they outside? Mm-hmm. A creepy shot. Yeah, where like, they're just all, all kind just, of standing there. Yeah, it's all just lit by the headlights and mm-hmm. shit, and you just the see the yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> and they kind of reference that in the new one mm-hmm. when the bus crashes. Yeah, that was a nice. Yeah, exactly. And they're all just out of nowhere. You kind of see them, and they're just standing in the road. And mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. And then. He steals the car, which I do like that later they kind of give a reason as to how he's able to drive. Right. It's not a good reason, but at least they thought enough about it to say something about it. Right, because, yeah, that's um, a, a few of your notes downward that you actually bring that up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, because he, he gets in the car and he just he's, he's gone. Yeah, like he has very little trouble. And he drives... That's something I noticed a lot in this viewing is how much he drives. Yeah, he drives everywhere. Yeah. And he's good. He's a good driver. Yeah, he's like, better than me. It's crazy. I, and it's... <laughs> he's like, it's raining outside and he's mm-hmm. like fucking drifting around corner. Yeah. <laughs> Donuts and figure eights. It's amazing. He's up on two wheels at one point. It's just fan- It's like Baby Driver, the prequel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's a good movie. You should uh, watch I've it. heard it's really good. It I is. Just, it's great. I think I was thrown off by the fact it's called fucking Baby Driver, dude. Well, if you watch it, you'll know why. Well, um, maybe I should because I was curious about why the fuck they would call it that. It's his name. His name's Baby Driver. His name's Baby. Each Nobody puts Baby in the corner. They don't. And they didn't because then he, <laughs> he drove away. <laughs> Each character in the movie has a fake name because they're all burglars and okay. you, they can't give real names it's like i want to be steve no you're kyle <laughs> yeah stealing harvard or reservoir dogs oh even better version of that mr pink mr blonde mr blue mr orange yeah i get it yeah but it's also other colors but also you have a comedy with you know jason lee and tom green and then you have like a green. fucking quentin tarantino much with, better movie so I've never when he drives to off, <laughs> Loomis is all shouting, the evil is gone, which again... The I, evil is gone! <laughs> oh. Whoa. Whoa. God damn it. I'm going to cut that out. Um, yeah. The evil has gone. It, just, it shows how... It's so dramatic. Oh, yeah. And the, like, he couldn't give a shit before, but now he's gone. He's like, oh, fuck. I am so screwed. Yeah. Like, there, there's no way this doesn't come back on me and implications I'm gonna look like are such real. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my fucking psychiatrist license. All my book deals. No TV specials. Right. <laughs> the devil's eyes is gonna be pulled from shelves. <laughs> Probably should anyway. I wish I had the book. Whether there was anything in it or not, it'd be sweet to have it on like a shelf. Yeah. Like cool little prop to have, you know, his Just books. to see Malcolm McDowell staring at you creepily. God, don't, don't like it. Um, so yeah, the evil's gone, mm-hmm. and then we do the shift. We're in Haddonfield, yeah. Um, which I like this version of the family introduction, opposed to 
the remake where, you know, Lori's finger blasting a fucking bagel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I like oh, both. You know, it, yo, it all works. No. It's not re- It doesn't well, feel like that's real life. Like, like oh, hi, yeah. mom, look at this. Uh. <laughs> all, yeah, I don't. You just stop it, you silly goose. Yeah, that's very Rob Zombie. That's what I mean. That <laughs> coupled with the dialogue, like... I know it sounds like I'm shitting on it, but... Like, yeah, it is, because you are, but it's fine. Well, and then, so... You're rubbing off on me, prick. I did what? hi <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like... I do like the way that they introduce that. And, you know, Lori's leaving. Don't forget to do this and that. You know, that's mm-hmm. a... It felt like an actual conversation yeah. and not some fucking jazzed up shock value yeah. scene. I'm with you. So then she's walking to the old Myers house and she catches up with Tommy, the little kid that she babysits. And I brought this up to you because you saw this it is, or you brought yes. it up to me because of the in the notes. Right. This is where I believe that they are chosen because this is where he sees her and then he doesn't stop seeing her. That's a fair point. See, and I have it when... No. Yeah. Because the only reason why he's there to see them is because he's following her. And then by that, he is then introduced to everybody else. And the fact that Annie's across the street, and we'll get to that later on, Mm -hmm. like that's all you know right there and he knows that's where she's at because like when tommy looks out the window and sees him he's staring at the house that she's in right you know so i i do think it's when you know she goes up to the door and then it it i don't know if it's uh reminds him reminds him of his sister could be or what but that's when i think without having any confirmation i think that's when the obsession begins I can see that. Because, yeah, because... I, like, I, that makes a lot more sense than where I had it, because I have it... Yeah, I saw you. You thought it was... Stop it. Dude, if the <laughs> fucking thing didn't stick down three feet from the fucking arm... If you know what I mean. I haven't had a problem. See, I have it as, since we haven't yeah, gotten to that point in the show. Yeah, because straight out. Mine hangs yeah. down because this thing's fucking broke. <laughs> it shouldn't be. This is my fucking... No, it's not. I, I, just, I didn't bring my arm. This is just the pop filter that I brought. I'm gonna, you go ahead and talk, though. Okay, are you sure? You yeah. seem to need to get a lot off your mind. No, I need so to get this I have fucking it where, out of the way so I stop hitting it. Where the three girls are walking down the street. Yeah, and the then speed he drive, kills part. Yeah, the speed kills part. And he slams on the brakes. Mm-hmm. I, when I saw that, I thought that was when he went, oh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you see the look on my face when I I tried to use the fuck up micro my, the the messed up micro SD card here to fucking try to tighten? <laughs> yeah, and then, like the look on my face, like it was almost like my daughter when she gets in trouble. I'm like, <laughs> did you hear the snap? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what an oh, idiot! I'm well. I'm trying to fucking. Alleviate you, the this <laughs> shit here. I'm trying not to do that anymore. Well, just after this episode, I'll get you a screwdriver. Well, no, we'll, we'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I just bet you will. Fifth time's the charm. But I, I think you're right. When Tom he is coming for you next. Uh huh. When he <laughs> <laughs> sees her, 
<laughs> I'm starting to get the tired, the tired laughs. This is great. That's when I'm the funniest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is not good, man. Because you are not this funny. I know. Because he he's he's in the house. Yeah, looking out the window when she goes. To yeah, and more or less living life. there for what, or just, you know, hiding out there. Yeah, his base of operations. Yeah, and eating dogs and shit in there. <laughs> Yum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they um, they drop off the house or drop off to keep the house, uh-huh. and then Tom, Tommy, the prophet of doom. Yeah. See, and this is the part that I was trying to get to before you interrupted me was that. That's where we're gonna go, huh? Yeah, because Tommy is all like afraid and of, of oh, Lori bo- going to the front door because of the boogeyman. Yeah, and Lori doesn't really act like she knows that that's the Myers house. No, or what happened there. Either no, that, or she's old enough to be like, "Yeah, that's in the past, and I don't really care because it's not like it's going to happen I'm again." I'm going to go with the with the uh, the the first one just because of the fact that if we're going with other timelines Mm -hmm. where he is, she is his sister. Right. Then she wouldn't know. And they would keep that from her so that she didn't know. True. But that's also a way that you can think about it. And then, you know, maybe the dad's not going to say anything about being like, yeah, that's the Myers house. It's the murder house. Go drop the key off at the murder house. I'm just saying by like living in that town. But then why send your daughter to that house? You know what I mean? Like I would be like, yeah, it's almost like the family moved there from out of town and don't know the history of the house. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't let my daughter go near there. Yeah. Just, just cause. Just out of sheer overprotection. Yeah. We saw Halloween. We know how that turns out. (laughs) Yeah. We watch horror movies. We, that's right. You know, unfortunately, and I guess I can't really say unfortunately, but I guess it's a good thing that we'll never have to put those skills to the test. Yeah. And then, so he, they leave and he steps out of the house and you get that really cool over the shoulder stocking shot. There's so many of those in this movie that are just so good. Mm -hmm. And that's when we get to Loomis at the hospital or whatever. Right, and the guy that he's talking to, um, see, and this is where, like, my friend being the more knowledgeable of the franchise than Mm. myself, so that doctor that he's talking to is actually the doctor from one of the the later movies, where he's actually a part of the Thorn Cult. Oh. Yeah, like... That's cool. Yeah, um... While we talk about it, and you riff on your notes a little bit, I'll see if I can uh, link a name and find out which one it is. But yeah, okay. um, it's played by different actors, so it never clicked for me. Sure. But it, the name, the character name is supposed to be the same. Exactly. Yeah, this is where we get the line of, quote, maybe someone around here gave him driving lessons. Maybe someone around here gave him driving lessons. Yeah, like that, but different <laughs> and better. Yeah, not so. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And I, it's it's a throwaway line to explain why this thing that really doesn't make sense should kind of make sense, even though it still doesn't really quite make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, who's stupid enough to take a serial killer out and give him driving lessons? <laughs> how did that <laughs> go like, I'm unnoticed? How, I'm going to teach you how to... Escape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I know you killed your sister, and we'll probably kill again, but just in case, here's how you drive stick. Yeah. Like... 
I just, I don't see that happening. I do like that they put it in there because mm-hmm. it gives you that plausible, like, oh, this is how he gets from the hospital to Haddonfield. Because we don't really know how far away that is. But right. it's probably pretty far. Uh, 150 miles, I think it was. Well, all right, then. And, I mean, there's no real other way. Like, you can't walk that far. I don't remember how they do it in the zombies. No, several miles. Um, In the zombies, he... I don't think they show. Because I know he gets to the truck stop eventually. Yeah, and then... Yeah. And kills that dude and steals his clothes. Right. But I don't remember how he gets that far. No. I don't think so either. But, I, I yeah, and... That's the only only thing I have a problem with in this movie is him driving so much. Like I didn't remember how much he actually drives in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, in in that scene where Loomis is talking to the doctor, yeah, that's a uh, Doctor Terrence Wynn. Okay, right. So he was played by Robert Phelan in 1978, and then later by Don. Don, he was then later Don Shanks in Halloween 5, and then Mitch Ryan in Halloween 6. Hmm. So. Isn't that the guy from Darman, Greg? Probably. Isn't that the dad? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Dr. Terrence Wynn is a character who first appeared in the original Halloween, but then later returned in Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers. He is a secondary antagonist in the 4 through 6 timeline. He is revealed to be the one who orchestrated Michael Myers in becoming a serial killer. So uh, thinking of that makes more sense of he's like, Oh, I don't know how he got out, but you know, according to the, this timeline, he's, he's the, the reason. The reason. Got it. Okay. Right. And so, um, that almost makes those shitty sequels make sense and be worth something. Right. And so in 1978, Dr. Wynn was the administrator of Smith's Grove. Hmm. Um, on October 31st, 1978, he learned that Michael Myers escaped and drove off to Haddonfield. Dr. Um, uh, Sam Loomis and Wynn argued how Michael easily escaped. Wynn says that Michael couldn't gotten far because he can't drive. Ironically, Dr. Loomis says he was doing very well last night. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe somebody around here gave him lessons. And then in 1989, Wynn arrived on a bus in Haddonfield wearing all black, sporting a tattoo identical to the one Myers had, which is the thorn, yeah. right? He follows Michael nearly everywhere, but only watches him as he murders everyone who crosses his path. Once Myers has walked up, Wynn comes to the police station and blows up. So he's the man in black in the later movies also. I didn't know that that was him. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Col- Cult of Thorn, not important. But yeah. we got the, the connection yeah. that I wanted to get to, so... Fair enough. I also like that they we then cut to Laurie in class, kind of being a little spaced daydreamy. out, a little, you know, daydreamy. Yeah, well, but she's the, so goddamn smart. Yeah, that she's <laughs> able to answer the question better Regardless. than most of the people that are probably paying attention. Right. <laughs> but the teacher's talking about fate and destiny, like that's the the lesson that's being portrayed yeah, in so that scene. Many, like foreshadowings and yeah. stuff like that like and they're not in your face which i like yeah and but see that to me lends more to the 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 new sequel that says it was all just chance right it wasn't pre-calculated oh it's his sister but it's the same thing when um when um 
the fuck's her what's the girl's name oh allison she's when she's in school and then you know they're talking about fate it's the yeah. same fucking thing so she looks out the window and then sees Lori standing there right and so i mean it was a nice callback but yeah it's they you know it was the same mm-hmm. reverse yeah blah blah i'm with you yeah. so and then tommy gets horribly bullied in kind of the dumbest way possible <laughs> he's gonna get you gonna get you gonna get you like each one of those kids is like, learn a new line and the funny thing is is the one that you could see so there's like three or four of them yeah and the, i think it's the actually i honestly don't know which one it was but one of those boys is lonnie which is the parent of Cameron in Halloween 2018. Oh. So Allison's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Allison's boyfriend is, I think they said was Lonnie's kid. Oh. So like when, when um, her dad talks about, oh, I used to, you know, get fucked up yeah. with his dad kind of thing. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah, there's cool. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of that connecting yeah. stuff that just makes it that much better. Yeah. The only thing that kind of bumped me, and I get it because it's daylight and there's people around, is that Michael didn't kill the kid. Yeah, but he also he I don't I just I don't think he kills kids. Like I mean he I he think did. <laughs> In the twenty eighteen he kills that yeah, kid. Yeah, but that kid was also armed and would have shot him. I guess. He posed more of a threat. Yeah. He, Michael didn't see him as a kid because that guy was like sure. if he would have and then because he doesn't kill the baby and he doesn't kill Lindsay when he's standing behind her watching tv or is that in zombies i don't remember i don't i know he i know that he's standing behind Lindsay in zombies halloween i just yeah. don't remember if he's doing it in the i don't OG think so one. but yeah so it's just all these different scenarios of where he doesn't kill children mm-hmm. unless they're have a gun Right. You know what I mean? Like, Fair it's like RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Not a threat. So we have Loomis tracking Michael mm-hmm. throughout all of his things. And I forgot about the part where he finds the truck out of yes. nowhere. And is able to connect it with the the rabbit and red um matchbook that yeah. is you can see the nurse using mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then you pan over and you see the driver of the truck dead in the bushes. Yeah, I was watching, like, last night when I watched this movie, I, I was doing um, a movie night kind of thing on Rabbit again. And um, one of my buddies was in there and he was like, do they tell you where he gets the overalls? I'm like, yes, they'll tell you. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll see what happens. Because um, he's like, I've never seen this. And they're like, well, one, we're not friends anymore. And yeah, two, I get that watch this fucking movie mm-hmm. but yeah i was like yeah he it makes sense yeah it's uh he kills the guy which is cool it's not as brutal as it is in the remake but sure not in a stall and well no the the, the coveralls that he puts on yeah is from the body that's laying in the garage so when he oh. walks in there and they got the body and then you see the hammer with all the blood next to it that's where he got the teeth too that he drops over. Oh, you, the door. no! I'm, t- I'm talking about. I was thinking of the uh, Rob Zombie. Oh, and I was thinking of the. Re- I should have said reboot, not remake. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we get the awesome speed kills. Hey, time. jerk! Yeah, I added hey jerk in mine because that <laughs> just caps it off. 
Hey, jerk, speed kills. Oh, that's just terrible. Slams on the brake. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is where you initially Get a thought, knife, you say what? Yeah. I'm going to choke you out. <laughs> um, he does a lot of choking in this. Yeah. And see, the thing is, is like, oh, man. It sounds horrible saying this, but like my, do- like my daughter tried to watch this movie with me. Yeah, that sounds pretty horrible. Well, no, think about it. Like, um, it's more suspenseful than it is horror. Yeah. So, three people die. Technically, according to, like, more people than three die, but he really kills. He kills Annie. He kills Linda. He kills Bob. Yeah. Tries to kill Lori, but doesn't work. But then again, he kills. Well, and four of the guy that he got the. Well, the mechanic, yeah. but I mean, like... Yeah, it's really not that many. Yeah, so, and, and the only one that's really graphic is Bob. Yeah, and even that, you don't see anything, because it's all... Right, and so it's like, shadow. and that's the thing, I'm like, yeah, I haven't let her watch it since, because of the fucking backlash that I got, but I'm like, she sat <laughs> sure. there and watched it. This was before she was really, like, everything's scary now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was my little horror baby, and she'd be like, oh, that's dad. I'm like, no, because I have my Myers mask right next to my TV. I'm like, no, honey. <laughs> I'm not Michael let's, Myers. Let's not tell that to the police. <laughs> yeah, that's dead. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not like it's not gratuitous no. in violence. Not nearly as much as the sequels get and the you know, the plethora of other genre right. films it's, that, that yeah, came they, off it, of this. It was enough to get the point across without being like, we have to spell it out for you. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like, because it feels like they're giving you, as a viewer, a little more credit. Yeah. You know, being like, we don't have to tell you exactly what's going on here for you to know. Mm-hmm. And then we get the iconic, yet kind of dumb when you think about it, not so slyly going behind the bush. I thought that was kind of cool, though. Cause it's I- a cool shot, and I love it. But when I was watching it, I was like, it's kind of like he got caught spying on them and went oh shit and then went behind the bush <laughs> i didn't think of it like that. and ran off i know that's not the intent and that's not how it plays but out he, but it's i mean yeah he was like standing out there almost to the point like how could it, they not see yeah you I, I don't think that he was trying to hide i don't think so either and so like he was able to be like see me mm-hmm. and then annie being like oh real subtle isn't he mm-hmm hate <laughs> the 70s so much they're like just the way that like okay yeah um but then to go up there and then like the things that always i always like to think about is like okay so he leaves that that like that little area mm-hmm. like you don't see where he goes or how he does it yeah. but it always cracks me up in my mind to think about like seeing him like try to climb a fence yeah. <laughs> or opening a like or know, just like sprinting away and someone <laughs> that's like nobody a block ever, away like season like what the fuck's yeah, that guy doing? Nobody ever sees it. It's just no. like I, I But like the behind the scenes of like someone's watering their bushes and sees Michael Myers going Yeah. <laughs> being like hopping a fence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, what the fuck's up with that guy? Yeah. Just that's a little weird. bit of a spoiler. You're gonna have to wait three weeks, but mm. something like that might bleed into what my next pick might be. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm kind of cementing uh-huh. it now, so I can't change it later. But then you'll forget, and it'll be something else. I'm not gonna forget. You just <laughs> I'll know, remind you because I know what it is. Yeah, so. well, you know that's happened where it's like I I changed the like I'm telling you what it's gonna be, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, hey, so 
we're going to start recording, but I'm changing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, right. Fuck. So you're going to need to watch this movie now. Yeah. Well, you're able to use my shutter to watch it. So this is true. I'm excited. Couple oh. hints, you guys. Yeah. If you can't figure it out, yeah. are you really horror fans? Mm-hmm. That's kind of presumptuous. Mm. In my bad. <laughs> I don't know. That's mean. Um, but we yeah, need so man. so yeah, he does vanish. Yeah, but then it like with the clothesline and just standing there with the trees mm-hmm. or not with the trees, but with the sheets, you know, in the wind and it's all <sighs> rustling shit. It's it's a great shot, and God. then he vanishes again. Of course. Yeah, of course. He's 87. (laughs) (laughs) Get over the Annie thing. It's fine. She (laughs) dies. It's okay. Well, no, it just made me think of like when Lori's like, someone was staring at me and she's like, such and such is 87 years old. Like, yeah, like that wasn't an 87 year old man. (laughs) Um, Got a bad. Yeah. He's really pasty white. But yeah, so just, yeah, I, wouldn't mind having like a poster of that or something on my wall just of him in the yeah the just standing in the sheets looking it's it's such an iconic it, it is really visual is. um and then you wrote your note you already touched on it with the leaves and all yeah that. i was just gonna breeze past it well yeah well, but i mean if you look at the, yeah, if you look at the trees themselves they're all green it's beautiful huh. nice spring weather yeah in the i think it, i think they filmed, filmed it in june but like and that's the thing that like um, I was watching a YouTube video where they were talking about the best, like the coolest thing about the potential of sequels to the uh, 2018 is the fact that if they're both being filmed back to back, like it's rumored to be, right. that we'll have all three of those movies filmed in seemingly the same location at around the same time. Yeah. So visually, it'll be... Seamless. Yes. Yeah. Which makes me very excited to think about. So then Loomis goes to the graveyard, which I don't entirely understand why. But Yeah, there's not like it like yeah, I get that. Like what makes you think like okay, so Michael's out. I'm gonna go see if he's at his sister's grave. grave. Like would he but I mean technically like in the remake he's yeah he's there you know so they kind of did that cool but yeah there's really no reason to go to the gravesite does he like think he's like oh michael's gonna escape and i know he's just gonna take that tombstone or he's i don't know or some sign that maybe he's back like he'll leave flowers or some crazy like i don't know Or dead dog (laughs) yeah (laughs) that happens eventually right yeah no like in a non-shitting on it way that makes sense like what makes what's the motivation to go there yeah like, is it to see if it was disturbed? If it was to see if there was a you know any sign that he was there, mm-hmm. like. But he does it, and the tombstone's gone, and he goes, "He came home." <laughs> Which I do. I love that tagline. The night he came home. I do too. I use that. I have a Pinterest board of Halloween stuff, and that's. Do you? Yeah, and the title of Why that subboard is "The Night He Came Home." That's great. I Thank think you. I've tried to fuck with Pinterest. It's just too weird for me. It's so addictive. It hurts my brain. God, my wife says that. She's like, I, I just will lay there and I'll just mess with Pinterest. And I'm yeah. like, don't, don't fucking tell me how to use it. Because <laughs> You like, look I'll... at stuff and you pin it. It's not that hard. So then we get to the hardware store robbery. We've been talking about this and we're barely like 10 minutes into the movie. So we need to move along. Oh, do we? Because I mean, shit, we're only an hour and a half in. Okay. Yeah, we need to move along. <laughs> Mr. I have to work in the morning. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, yeah, crank through it, man. So he gets to the hardware store and, and robs it. And I love that the cop is like, oh, I just took some ropes and a couple knives. Must be some damn kids. Like, how does that not concern you? Right. And Aren't the, you a cop? I added, yeah. <laughs> I added the note, too, where it kind of, like, this is my favorite Annie moment when, like, he's like, huh? And then she's, <laughs> the alarm stops blaring. She's like, and he shouts, too. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's my favorite Annie moment. I'm like, that's almost that's almost redeeming to me. Yeah, like that's a that good was, line. Because she the way she delivers it, it's just like and he shouts too. Like, <laughs> like that was just the perfect perfect delivery for it. Um, and so yeah, I'm, I was gonna skip a couple of these. No, yeah, but I a, do like. Cause, so eventually, Loomis decides, hey, let's go to the Myers house because that actually makes sense that he would go there yeah that would make that's the first place I would have gone yeah not the fucking graveyard right and it's revealed that he ate a dog mm-hmm. for reasons but I do love his little speech that he gives about taking care of the six-year-old boy with the blank pale motionless face the blackest and the black eyes. Eyes. Yeah, the the eyes. eyes yeah I, I changed your, such a uh, such a caring physician yeah he's like his eyes were fucked like yeah he's the devil (laughs) i I tried he sucks (laughs) Uh, i like i edited yours out and i that's what i wrote as i changed it to say the blackest uh, blackest eyes the devil's eyes so i wouldn't Hmm. forget to say it um but like okay so you wrote doesn't want the cops to know no oh yeah yeah yeah. so loomis is like hey don't tell your other cops and you know they'll see and i get the idea of it's halloween everyone has masks they'll see them on every street corner but it's Uh, like halloween too yeah but it's also like maybe they should have a heads up like there's a killer on the loose you kind of know where he might be suspected killer they yeah. don't know that he's killed anybody yet. Right, but Because Loomis didn't see the guard. He killed somebody 15 years ago. Yeah. Even though he's 21 in the movie, the credits say he's 23. So, hmm. stupid. Um, But, yeah, so, I mean... But he's, he's off his rocker. I mean, he's it's a, a crazy, crazy guy. guy on the... Motherfucker, man. That's the second time we're, we're starting to fucking sync up, and I don't like it. <laughs> but, yeah, so... He is off his rocker, but like he hasn't killed anybody yet that, that they, they know, know of. of. Well, he's killed the mechanic, yeah, and then he killed his sister. So yeah, he's at two, but it's not like you know they've come across a rash of bodies and then sure. Well, know, and this is the one thing that the zombie ones do well is that he kills in the hospital. He kills that nurse, and it shows like he's still crazy. Yeah, he's still nuts. And he, yeah, and I like that too. But anyway. Um. Oh God! Why does it keep sending me back up to the top? So know. that you wrote that Lori shits on comics. Yeah, she's a fucking nerd, dude. So like when she's, I wouldn't say nerd, but it's very. She's older than what she is. Like so, she's sure. in high school. She's and I didn't want to say prudy because she's like you know I think. She's like, hot, but she's yeah. very mature for her age, right? She's and got so like she's an like Neutron kind of Man and Tarantula Man yeah. and all these, and so she's like, I can see why your mom doesn't want you to have them. I'm like, You're in high school, yeah. like why comics. You should be a lot cooler than that. Yeah, <laughs> like, and most of the superheroes just came out in the last four years. Like, 
Yeah, and we're over here talking about fucking Neutron Man and Tarantula Man. There's others. I just remember those two. Yeah. Um, But yeah. (laughs) um, What? No, nothing. I thought you were going to start talking. I I thought you were going to start talking, so I just. She, I mean, she did kind of shit on the comics a little bit, just, but more of like, those are pretty tame thinking of what comics could actually be being like, yeah. I wouldn't mind reading a neutron man from 1978. Seeing what yeah, that's I think all that'd about. be fun. <laughs> I do. Sounds like a 1939 40s mm. Batman villain or Superman villain. You know yeah. what I mean? Like neutron man. There's <laughs> like, <laughs> the power of a neutron right? he man. He can control locomotives with his remote. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then it, you know, switches up and then Annie's babysitting Lindsay. Mm hmm talking on the phone really needs to start listening to the dog more poor lester man like i always hate when that happens that dog was was a i always say that dog's a beautiful dog but that dog Mm -hmm. was vicious looking that like the way that dog barked Mm -hmm. would be enough for me to leave (laughs) yeah i'm like i want to kill people but i (laughs) dog bites i i don't and then we get to the point to where when I said Annie was redeeming herself, mm-hmm. and she's like, Lindsay, get this dog out of here again. Or this, no, Lindsay, the dog's barking again and getting on my nerves again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's too many agains right there. <laughs> <laughs> Just go get choked in a car already. God <laughs> damn. I know, dude, like, literally never had a problem with Annie until I watched this movie last night. <laughs> Stirred up some deep emotions. Apparently, in you. you know, it's just like you know what made me think of it was doing the goddamn scorecard. So mm. essentially, <laughs> it's your fault. Cool, I like that. I'm I'm okay with that. Are and you? then she strips down in the kitchen, which is perfectly fine. I don't really. I see... don't have a problem with that either. No, I don't. You know, it's an aesthetic choice, and it's just what you do. And it's a great way to. I've done shape. it. I do it when I get home sometimes. And well, I'm, that no... that took the joy of that out. You're welcome. Right, right, gone. And then they kill off Lester, which is really sad. Yeah, it was, because he just, like... He was just trying to protect the girl. I want to know not how... Probably Annie, but... I, yeah, I want to know how they did that, because, like, you see him holding up the dog, mm-hmm. and then the legs just go limp. You know, the indication that it died? Yeah. But, like, how did they do that without actually killing the dog? Well, it's 70s. They can do whatever they want. It's fine. This uh, isn't Cannibal Holocaust, dude. No. They're not fucking actually killing the animals on screen. I wouldn't I think not. so. Have you seen Cannibal Holocaust? No, and I probably won't now. Guess what? Hmm. So for next week... No, <laughs> just kidding. It's my pick, you stupid asshole. <laughs> uh, God, we have a lot of notes to go through. Jesus this Christ. This is your fault, man. <laughs> I know. It's taken longer to get through the notes than me to read through fucking Wikipedia. Well, that's kind of... That was kind of the point, but let's... I was breeze past a we, couple of these. Yeah, we this is taking forever. Yeah, we. I don't think we were expecting me to go so heavy on that. Yeah. So yeah, um, where did we go? Fucking dude, are you? So, <laughs> I just had to go through a page and a half to get back to where <laughs> to where it was. Well, so what? yeah, they're watching the thing on TV. Yeah, which, which is, is cool. awesome. Um, and Annie Lynn yells from Lindsay from the laundry room. And see, the funny thing about that is, is so she goes out to put her clothes in the washer. Mm-hmm. She's out there. She gets locked in there, and she expects Lindsay to hear her from out there when she wasn't Whilst even the paying. The TV a, is blaring. She wasn't even paying attention to yeah. her when she was in the fucking kitchen. Yeah. So it's like that'd be like me yelling at you from right here, and then going upstairs and being like yelling at you from up there, and expecting <laughs> any fucking difference. <laughs> exactly. Know? I'm not going to pay attention either way. 
<sighs> that um, was your point. I'm agreeing with you. No, so be happy. Nice about try. It. Um, and so, uh, yeah, she gets stuck in the laundry room because for some reason it locks on the outside. <laughs> um, your laundry room doesn't do that. I don't that's, have a laundry room. <laughs> that's what. That's why you don't know. Does uh, yours lock from the outside? No. I don't. <laughs> what door that you're not holding someone hostage well, in? Nice try to locks, fucking. I guess like a shop door. You lock from the outside, but that's even that's dumb. Yeah, either way. So yeah, Annie pawns Lindsay off, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, Paul, you know, Paul does get to, you know, sneak. He's sneaking out to uh-huh. come pick up because he her, her boyfriend got fucking grounded for soaping windows, which I honestly don't know what that does. What is soaping a window? Like I'm, that's before my time. I don't know. So I guess it's a bitch to clean off. You have to use a hose. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. I was a good kid. I didn't do that yeah, stupid shit. Yeah, I was shit. too. I thought you were going to fucking go with a triple threat rhyme when you're like, with a hose, <laughs> I suppose. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> have you been reading Dr. Seuss? <laughs> um, so yes. Yeah, pa- <laughs> yeah, I'm not Go surprised. down by the bay, eat some hay. I just may. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, pawns them off. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to get ready and... She tries to get in the car. Mm-hmm. The door's locked. Goes inside to get the key. Comes back and the door's unlocked. And doesn't really think much of it. Yeah. But see, this is where it comes into, like... It comes into... <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn thing. I'm so... Uh, <laughs> I hate you. Um, yeah. It doesn't make sense. I no, think. It, it doesn't. But I, oh, that's where I was going to go with that. It's like... She Any, couldn't get in. How did he? Yeah, but like, I, I was looking the back seat, or like, cause I have a truck, so I can see in the back. Yeah. But like, I've seen enough fucking shit happen where it's like, maybe do a glance around, you know, see <laughs> yeah, what's going on. It's really on dark in here. And like I, like I got into my truck today and I saw my boss had taped little mini pictures of myself <laughs> to my window. Cool. In the back, in the front, and on my <laughs> on my mirror. Yeah, I'll show you the pictures after work, but yeah. I was. I was like, this motherfucker, because I have 30 of them in mm. my desk at work, too. Jesus. That's yeah. a lot. That's way too much of you. Yeah, wait till I get a cup and I fucking throw it in somebody's face. Mm, that would be fun. So, yeah, you would think- she gets strangled in the car, and then she gets pressed against the horn, which is super fucking loud. But, she, okay, so she gets double-threaded right here, because she does get choked, mm-hmm. but then she gets her throat cut. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when that's a yeah, and that's when she goes yeah yeah yeah. And so I didn't know about the throat cut. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't even notice it. Well, I think it was supposed to be because there's a like musically there's a tone change, Mm -hmm. so it does that like ching thing with like the knife with knives and shit. And so someone had pointed that out to me, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, cut her throat. Um, Yeah. And you're right. Honking a horn should draw attention, especially if you're laying on it. Yeah. You would think so. Like, is there no one else in this fucking neighborhood? It's Halloween. Who's handing out the candy? Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's Where's Halloween. Where's the kids trick-or-treating? You don't, yeah, you see one group of kids trick-or-treating in yeah. this movie. It's one of those boring neighborhoods where... That, they trick-or-treat the, at like 4.30. Yeah. <laughs> All the people that own the houses are old and hate kids and don't give out candy. Get off my lawn. Well, um, speaking of creeping out, Loomis and those kids, so it's apparently it's a dare for some kids to go up to the Myers house, which I totally get. Tommy freaks out over the boogeyman, though, with him carrying Annie into the house. 
I know. That's I was trying to get through some stuff because we have a lot more to cover. Well, I, I don't. Okay, so I'm just going to assume <laughs> if you skip something that you yes, don't want to talk that about. that I did it on purpose. <laughs> That's giving you a lot of credit. So, yeah. Get your ass away from there. <laughs> the way I forgot about that part, and it's just so damn creepy. <laughs> the way And he gets so much joy when they get scared and run off. He's all like, <laughs> like that creepy ass little grin, like, get your ass away from there. Like, like you're protecting them from a homicidal maniac. Maybe have some tact. Do you want him to do the crazy fucking run around with a gun? Like, no. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> get to your houses. It worked. I know I have a horrible Loomis, okay? Yeah, just, you do. That's well, fine. We're going to move on. It's cool. It's all good. It's all wow. good. But I. It, <laughs> it's weird because Loomis doesn't do very good at convincing anybody that what he's prattling on about is actually happening. But also, Bracket doesn't seem to care that much that there could be a crazy person on the loose well he does get to a point to where he's like all right we'll check it out yeah but then again at the same time if you think about if you had loomis come up to you and be like hey whatever's going on you Mm. might be like whatever cool cheese yeah this guy kind of seems like crazy pants (laughs) and so yeah it might be a little difficult to take him seriously Mm mm-hmm but I'm just going to let you start leading off because you're starting to rush us. <laughs> you're starting to rush me like, <laughs> we got to get through. We got to get through. I yeah. don't know which ones you want to skip. So, Well, if there's something you want to talk about, then just no, talk No, you about gave us. me shit last time I did that. <laughs> you're like, I skipped it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause, so then he goes to What's-Her-Face's house. I called her Stacy because I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, Linda. Linda. Sweet, sweet Linda. Sweet Linda. Get me a beer, stupid. <laughs> It's so fucked up too in the remake when she's like, she tells the dude get her beer. He's like, why? I'm the one doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a fucking zing, dude. Like, and she doesn't even say anything. Like, she, I thought she called him out on that. And I don't called remember. him a dick or something. I think she did, but come on. Like if I yeah, said, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, if I said that, like I would expect some sort of. You'd be of sleeping fit. on the couch for a month. Well, I've been sleeping on the couch for the last week just because it's more comfortable in my bed right now. <laughs> that's just because you're old. No, yeah. No. Um, but I like that he's like just staring at them while they're doing their makeout session on the couch, mm-hmm. and then. But I do find it strange that there is a lit jack o' lantern on her nightstand. You know what the funny thing is? Is any time you see a lit jack o' lantern, somebody's about to die. Huh. Boom. Yeah, I forgot about that. It still doesn't make sense that you'd have a lit jack-o'-lantern on your nightstand. I mean, it's a cool nightlight, sure, but that's dangerous. Yeah, I've never had a lit... I don't think I've ever had a lit jack-o'-lantern in my house. No, it goes from the kitchen where you're making it to your front porch to the garbage can. That's about... <laughs> if <laughs> like you're lucky, that, if somebody yeah. doesn't smash it Yeah, that's the it. life expectancy of most jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, but that is a thing that I believe whenever Myers is about to kill somebody there's a lit jack-o'-lantern kind of like a little Hmm. which is kind of cool next time you watch it i'm sure you'll keep an eye out for it oh i will um michael's shadow on the wall yeah when they're doing it and the jack-o'-lantern's being all jack-o'-lantern you see his shadow go across the wall are you fucking kidding yeah I don't think I've ever. Well, done no, that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, as you do that, I'm pulling up Shutter right now to see what the hell you're talking <laughs> about. Fucking really? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a really. I had never noticed it before, but yeah, it's an no, awesome shot. No, I haven't shot. either, and that's why I'm like, huh. And then soon after that, Bob gets knifed to the wall. 
which is one of my favorite things. It's fantastic. It, really it doesn't is. make sense. No, you know, physics what, wise, but it's awesome. The funny thing too is, and they did it again in the remake. Mm-hmm. But the way that he gets stabbed up to the wall doesn't make sense in that one because it looks like the blade is upside down, which would just slice all the way up. Exactly. Yeah. People need to learn how to hold knives in these horror movies. Right. Just saying. Stop being fucking dummies about stuff. And then the Michael in a sheet, which is also iconic and classic. I he, like that he was. He's like playful in this. He's almost he, Jason. He's, it's very yeah. He's very mind gamey. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that that's one of the figures. I know that there's a figure of that. I'm mm-hmm. surprised that you don't have one. Buy me one and I will. I, I- would buy myself one before <laughs> I bought one for you. Get two. Uh, so the next thing I have is Linda gets phone corded. Right. More strangling. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, that's the thing. It's like, I, and I get that. She had kind of screwed with Lori in the past. And but, shit. I mean, think about how fucked up somebody Linda had to be to Lori to be like, how many times has Linda called her yeah. fucking? Yeah. Or being, some other thing or pretending to be doing something to be like, uh, your dying sounds sound like you're just having sex on purpose or whatever. Right. Or fake sex. Hanging up on you now. Yeah, I'm... Get phone corded. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm fucking... I'd be so over it. I'd be like, cut that shit out. Yeah. Did you find it yet? Yeah, I'm just... I'm riffing off of what you're saying. Okay. Now, we're good. So I'm, you're just watching the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. Right. yeah, I'm watching to it on low as to not be copyrighted. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I kind of want to keep the show going. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. Uh, so you're not going through the notes at all? You're just going off of me? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, just until I find this part, because like you really have me intrigued by it, and we're not going to stop recording, obviously. So. Fair enough. So, uh, eventually, Lori is looking for I'm gonna, Linda. I need to keep looking up to remember her damn name. Right. And she ends up going to the house, and it's all pitch fucking black. I don't know if she tries lights, and they don't work. But she walks through that house in the pitch-ass black for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. But I love when she finds... Eventually, she gets to the bedroom and finds the shrine. And it's the tombstone and the bodies. And it's just this horrible house of horrors. And Bob hanging upside down from the doorway or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Annie in the cupboard all, you know, crunched up and shit. (laughs) Like, again, it's... It's before Jason, but it gave me a very... Because I've been watching Friday the 13th like crazy lately. Mm. It gave me a very Jason vibe. Right. I think I found it, too. Yeah. Um, I'm right, aren't I? I don't know yet. I'm just watching the weird... Uh, like, like, I'm watching Bob hump Linda's stomach right now. Mm, cool. That's a great scene. It is. Yeah. And I, it's just... It's such a cool visual seeing the Judith Myers tombstone and the lind on the bed and annie in the cup like it's just it's so freaking cool yeah that's super rad like it's spooky as shit and then you okay yeah i I do yeah i I do remember that now yeah and then you see 
a shot of Lori and Michael standing in the freaking closet in the dark. And that's when he finally lunges and attacks at her. Yes, that's true. Is, oh, is that the knife cut? Yeah, that's when he misses with the knife. Again, oh. I think holding it upside down. Yeah, I'm not going to try to watch it to confirm again. But yeah, I think I think you're right. I was all of a sudden, I was saying, because I was trying to think when you said that, I'm like, how did she get from that into the closet? She chased into another room. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And eventually she gets out of the house and is trying to, is going back to her place. Yeah, Lori escapes. Yeah. Yeah, why is he so bad with a knife? Like, how do you stab Yeah, you've just like killed that? like half a dozen people. How do you not? Well, not that many, but. Four? Almost half a dozen? Four. Yeah, you keep counting the mechanic. I'm not. <laughs> like the mechanic. Four. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's half a dozen. Um,. But yeah, no, you're right. So, um, yeah, I don't get that. Like, just like if I'm gonna stab you, I'm gonna stab. Like, I'm not gonna fucking graze your shoulder. Like, no. I don't get that. Like, you've efficiently killed several people, mm-hmm. and you winged her. Yeah. Like that part, it was like it's so horror movie at this point mm-hmm. that it feels like it's cliche even though this was like the beginning of it <laughs> right it's like it's, oh well the final girl this is the this one is that like he fucks it's up like, on yeah it's almost like, like of course you you can't actually cut sydney prescott like that's that never she happens <laughs> that's right <laughs> right she's yeah, great yeah she yeah she really is um escapes mm-hmm. then um Throws a pot against the house to get attention. Yeah, she goes to the house where the kids are, and they're oh, watching she TV. she throws the pot, and I was, I, for some reason, I was like, oh, that happened when Annie died, but that was a different Yeah, that pot. was a different one. Was a and different I, I just, I thought that was clever. That's like, it's something that I wouldn't have thought to do, although I guess in that situation, where you just saw three people dead and someone trying to kill you, you know, Could be what's a plan of pot? You could also choke. I mean, I've had to wake siblings up by throwing shit at their windows when I came home late when I was younger. Fair enough. Um, but I would never have, I guess, different circumstances. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, in that case, you weren't trying to be noticed. In other cases, she's like, hey, everybody who can notice me, notice me. Cause Somebody I need fucking some pay fucking attention to me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she, she... And Tommy takes forever to get to the fucking door. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And see, like, the funny, bring some keys. The funny thing is, is when you see her running to the house, she goes to open the door on the right side. Mm. And then when Tommy opens the door, he opens it from the inside on the right side. Huh. Yep, you're welcome. Um, so, yeah, he does take forever. Mm-hmm. The door gets open. Lori gets in. Yeah. But there was a door open in the back. And Michael got in the house. And then they have that scuffle in the living room and she stabs him in the neck. Oh, yeah. With the... And with see, the whatever. Yeah, with the crochet needle. Yeah. Which I thought was cool in Halloween 2018 when you could see the, the hole in the side of the mask. Huh. There's I, a, didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. No, yeah, there's a little... Puncture hole? Yeah. And in fact, if you're watching it, you look on the side of uh, James Jude Courtney's neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a scar. That's cool. Yeah. Um... So yeah, the scuffle. 
Um, and then she just like relaxes on the couch and she's like, "Oh, he's okay. it's okay." Yeah, she's so chill. Like anytime she does it twice. Happens, yes, she does. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got him this time. Yeah, he's not getting up. Yeah, now. we're gonna talk about that next one. Fucking bullshit. So yeah, she fucking um, Loomis casually goes for a stroll. Yeah, he's just like he. There's no has no uh, rush. Oh, no he's just urgency. outside walking he's, around. Yeah, he's it's, just like, oh, I wonder if he's in that house. It's a beautiful Halloween mm-hmm. night. He could be killing someone in that house. <laughs> it's hard to say. Right? I don't know. Just keep walking, and then, boom, boom, he appears again. Yeah, you can't. Big freaking shock. Yeah, right. You can't kill the boogeyman. No, you can't. Um, chases her upstairs. Mm-hmm. Well, she runs upstairs. <laughs> Doesn't exactly chase. No, he's not a runner. No, but like. The closet scene is one of my favorites just oh, yeah. because it's so... Just the visual of that... D- the angle Yeah, the angle down and going and up. Because like it, it's not a practical angle like where no. you would, like It works for that. But like, it makes him seem so much more imposing and threatening of like, she's cowering in the closet and he's just like Yeah, they right do a really her. good job of making him look bigger than he is. Yeah. Because I don't think Nick Castle was a big guy. Mm-mm. And so, yeah, that... that Michael Smash. <laughs> I was wondering what stupid little thing. I didn't have, have a lot of good ones. So no. I didn't even think to read them. But but see, the like, what she did is basically what anybody in that situation would do. Yeah, she fashions the coat hanger into a thing and gets him right in the eyeball, which is what's awesome. I yeah, love that's that. that's what I'm saying. That's what anybody like. I would have tried to do the same thing. I'm not yeah. gonna f- try to fist fight him. No, but then you don't have the angle. If anything right. else. Yeah, exactly. And then when he drops the knife and picks it up, you wrote the ask if it you know got him in the arm. Mm-hmm. It almost looked like it got him in like, the chest. Like in this area right here. For those of you listening at home, he's pointing to his left ch- breast. <laughs> <laughs> chest but, slash stomach ish area. Yeah, it looks like she gets him like, like the ribs. Yeah, I'd say rib just section. around the ribs, not so much mm-hmm. the abdomen, but she could have got him in the arm. I, I couldn't really. I, it looked it w- like arm to me, but I, I could be wrong. And see, the thing is with that, though, too, is like, I don't think, obviously, as we'll see later, it doesn't matter where yeah. because it's, it's not going to stop him. No. But, uh, but then she drops the fucking knife again right yeah. next to him. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got out here. Fucking throw my knife on the ground. Like, mm, like if know. nothing else, even if you're going to leave the area and just turn your back on him, keep the knife in your damn hand. Yeah, like don't a, drop it right next to his body for him to pick it back up again. Exactly, and see that's um, that really doesn't make any sense to me at all, because I would like to say that if that happened to me, that I would just stab him again, or I would yeah, try to do something. That was something I thought. I was like, again, do it again. Would I? But would I be able to do that? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's and not, we're also in a world where we've seen this movie. Yeah, where she it, isn't. Well, of course, but I'm just thinking, like, thinking about how I am as a person in reality, if I was in that situation, like, would I be able to repeatedly stab this guy that is seemingly dead on the ground? Would I, you know, cut his head off? Well, I I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, that seems a bit much. (laughs) Would I remove it? (laughs) (laughs) Would I put it on my fireplace? I don't know, but candles are nice. So oh, the kids run for help, and they find Loomis instead. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I forgot. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably so, find him. You know, they take him back to the house, and Lori's just like an idiot sitting there with her back. 
to where to, he was. To where he was. Yeah, like, why are you still in the damn house? Well, she's got this, like you said, she's got this thing about relaxing after yeah. she fucking like, handles business. Oh, he's dead this time. She's like, well, I did it once. I'll do it again, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, just sit there. Um, which is kind of cool, though, because, like, when he gets up, he does the really badass core strength fucking slow rise. Yeah. Pops up. Hmm. And then she's like, okay, gets up slowly, starts to move away, and then he doesn't he doesn't even pick up the knife. No. So he I mean, that was kind of nice that he didn't see where it was. But then he goes to try to strangle her, but you know, she's fighting him off. Right. And then she takes his mask off and then he stops to put it back on and then looms. That was like, nice. Dude, yeah, that was really cool. Uh with the lazy eye thing. And then mm-hmm. which is Obviously, d- <laughs> we'll move this past is it. karma, dude, for me talking shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of wonder how much damage would, you know, taking a coat hanger in to the a eye lot. would do. But Depending on the angle, if you get it just right, it could have really screwed his eye. Right, and I mean, I don't think that that necessarily gave him a lazy eye or like that deformed yeah. upper eye, but... That's Didn't just, help. <laughs> yeah, just nitpicky. Yeah. Um, so then Loomis, Loomis drops. Yeah, yeah, he drops a six banger right into mm-hmm. him. And the funny thing is, is when you... Michael, fall down, go boom. <laughs> <laughs> so if you watch that scene, yeah. when he gets shot, and then he's, you know, boom, boom, boom on his way back, and then he gets to the balcony, he basically steps off and then falls, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is it's a balcony. That would be like him walking off a... He, he basically walked off a platform. It's a movie mistake. You know, it's not like... Because oh. if he would have been shot off, he would have flipped yeah. and landed in a different way. Right. And the funny thing is, is if you watch Halloween 2, they show that from a different angle and you could actually see the platform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. And so, you know, the classic, he's there... Mm-hmm. he's not there. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. Which was kind of cool. We talked about it in, you know, the setup. Like, it really does kind of be, you know, it's kind of creepy being like, wow, this guy. Yeah, he just kind of vanishes. And I, it's, it's a cool way to end a movie, but knowing that there are sequels and all those things, it was like, and the whole drive of Loomis is catching him. It's like, that's how it ends. It's like, oh, well, it, he's gone again. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be kind of pissed. It's kind of like me watching Lord of the Rings when it came out in, after high school and not and not remembering that it was a trilogy of books. And so when the first yeah. one ends and they're walking down the hill doing it, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and my friend's like, oh, there'll be another one that comes out in a couple of months. And I, I had no idea. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, thank God. Because <laughs> I was, yeah, you're like. That's how it ends? You're like, That's what? stupid. You're like, this is bullshit. Um, but I really do like... You know, yeah, the music starts, mm-hmm. you can hear the breathing, yeah. so you know he's alive, yeah. and then they do just... Little quick recap yeah, shots it, of the big kind of, well, not all yeah. the big set pieces, but a lot of the set pieces from Which, the movie. Which, I don't know if I've seen them do that in other movies no. since then, not off the top of my head, so I'm, like, it's a really cool way to end the movie mm-hmm. with it going on, being like, he's not here, he's not here, he's not here. Yeah. You know, he was, but you know, not, not anymore. Right. Like just, he gone, he, you fucked. <laughs> he gone. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll go ahead and dive into the scorecard. Okay. Um, my best killer scare is a two-parter. So my best kill yeah. is Bob getting pinned to the wall. Me too. It's iconic. It's yeah. hard. And I mean, the other ones are kind of lackluster, to be honest. Yeah, it's not really. And there's not a lot to choose from. Exactly. Um, and my best scare, I think, putting myself in a 1978 mindset, never seeing this movie, mm-hmm. would be Michael doing the slow sit-up. Being like, boom, like, oh. Mm. And I thought of that at the end of the movie. I'm like, oh, I'll just add both. I didn't think of one, but when you started saying yours, I think mine would probably be him in the closet after Lori finds the shrine. Oh, where he sneaks up behind her? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great... That's awesome. That's a, yeah. It, it almost came in the chilies just sitting Thinking here about talking it. about it. Like, that's, that's a frightening it is a really, thought. It is a really awesome shot with doing that because... But then again, like the thing that I thought was cool, like when he sets up, like that spawned a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Rain Wilson and the Rocker. Have you seen that? No. He gets flung off of a of a moving van, and then he sits up, <laughs> and then he does that, and he looks over there, and the guy's like, "He can't be killed. He can't be killed." <laughs> if you have, That's uh, awesome. you have to. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, so I don't think it's any mystery as who my most wanted to die is. Yeah. I will go with Annie just because. Again, there's not a lot of characters to go off no, of. No, and mine is Annie as well. Okay. So, sh- and way uh, to shame me. <laughs> you were just coming down really hard, but I do. No, that I, was a lunch agree. today. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the speed kills just <laughs> up your nose with the twirling lawnmower. Like, it's just, it's that kind of. <laughs> I get you. You can't. No. All right. Um, so, my most wanted to live. I put Lori only because of the fact that. She's the final girl. Sure. There's not a lot of people to choose from. Yeah. But in parentheses, I put Lester. I put Lester. Yeah, I figured you did. <laughs> we uh, we like, and that's why I put in parentheses because anytime there's an animal involved, we almost always go with the animal. Well, I mean, there's so many other other characters are a holes. You know, Annie's kind of obnoxious, and the other one's pretty irritating, and kind of, Linda kind of has it coming. Who cares mm-hmm. about Bob? So it's like, Lester yeah, is just, Bob. and Lester. I knew the kids weren't going to die. No, yeah, exactly. So. I kind of fucked up here, man, because I, I for my grossest moment, thinking back, there is no gross moment in this movie. Not really. The, I put Lori finding the bodies. Because I, I it's as macabre and they're all twisted and shit. That's as close to a gross out moment as I had. Okay, um, so with me not having a grossest moment, I accidentally wrote two dumbest moments. So I'm Fair gonna enough. I'm gonna cancel one and double up on the other. Okay. Um, so one obviously is dropping the knife next to Michael. Yeah. Dumb, 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 dumb. The second part is Annie's dialogue, <laughs> <laughs> which I told you about earlier today. Just Fair enough. <laughs> like the actress playing Lori did not do a bad job. They just did not do her any favors with what they gave her to say, I right. feel. And so I may and be you shitting. Annie, you said Lori. Fuck. When you were just saying it, you said anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't do Annie any favors yeah. with it. Yeah. I got you. I have, for my dumbest moment, is Kid Michael looking at a stabbing arm. That is always <laughs> Why did me. I not see that coming? Every time, like even when I was a kid, I think, seeing that moment, I was like, that's strange. Like, yeah. Why would you do that? That's right. a weird choice 
You're taking us away from him killing his sister to be like, hey, my arm. You just want to see. <laughs> you just want to see her getting stabbed, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's the point, and that's what you would be doing as right. the killer. You'd be watching what you're doing. Yeah, looking not up at like, your, hey, your arm. Yeah, I I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so our special category this week or this episode is mm-hmm. um the best version of the Meyer stock. Yeah. So my favorite is. There's so many. I know. And I was like, what can I say that will not be, you know, standing by the bush or standing in the, you know, in the backyard? Your obviously best moments, but, Hmm. you know. So the one I went to is I really like when Annie's in the kitchen and she's walking back and forth on the phone and he's standing in in the open doorway essentially or the window and you see her walk you see her walk by and she doesn't um well obviously she doesn't see him there but Mm -hmm. like she walks by and then he's still there and then she turns around to go but then when it pans back he's gone i really like that just yeah that was my. I'll, I'll, I just went with that as to not be obvious. I like yours better because I went obvious. The, them walking home from school and that whole thing is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Fantastic. It's. I mean, then, then, like, I was like, huh, what can we go with? Because mm-hmm. they're like. I like that you went more unique than me, but it's just it. Them walking home is just such a great choreographed, cool. And the funny thing is, is like the one thing that I don't know if it was intentional, but I noticed last night was there is a part where they show Lori walking in the beginning before she meets up with Tommy. Mm -hmm. That if you look like three blocks down the road, you can almost see the tail end of a tan station wagon drive by. Really? I don't know if it's meant to be that way or Mm -hmm. what, but I never noticed it. And so I might double check that and see what it is because Mm. like I saw that and I was like, is that... That's cool. If, if, true, if that even was if Michael. Even if it's not, it's a cool fake out. Right. And so that's, that's it. it. That that's is how, Halloween. That's Halloween. Did we... Two hours in? We topped we topped Alien oh, by six minutes. Wow. Hot dog. Yeah. Two hours and two minutes. All right. Guys, thank you so much yeah. for hanging out with us. Um, yeah. I need to do my pick. For the next yeah, one. I was going to do the socials and lead into that, and then okay. I was going to have you end with yours. Then go and so, for your shit, um, we've had quite an uptick with you know, we're almost reaching 200 likes on Facebook, yeah. it may seem insignificant, insignificant, but holy fuck, it's awesome! Yeah, and so to thank keep you. That going. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Pod and Gore Podcast, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter at gore underscore pod. You can email us at gore, uh, pod and gore at gmail.com. Hmm. Like, email me right now and I'll get the fucking message. Yeah. Um, a quick shout out to Kiro on YouTube for uh, watching all the videos and commenting on them. Um, he commented on scanners saying everybody's a bad guy, essentially. Yes. And yes, it seemed <laughs> that true. way to me too. <laughs> and so thank you again for that. Um, yeah, just hit us up. I mean, we, we obviously Justin's about to drop his next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my movie planned for after that, which Justin's super hyped for, but Indeed. If, you, if you have a movie, let us know yeah. and we will get into it as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, lay it on us. Well, I've decided for my next pick. <laughs> 
Even though that took a little bit of the uh, anticipation out for me. <laughs> I was doing a drum roll on the yeah, other belly. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Just <laughs> I, I have decided that I want to play a game. Ooh. And I want to watch Saw. All right. You know what? Like I, like I was telling you earlier, that's the most recent one I binged. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm ready to watch Saw. It's so fantastic. Just it is really the artistry good. of it. And we'll get into it I'm in the next episode. I'm kind of surprised that you went with Saw before Scream, though. It's just to give good breathing room for Wes Craven. Between Cravens? Yeah, but now that I've done Friday the 13th on my other show, mm-hmm. that's getting booted out for a while because yeah, I need we... to not watch Friday the 13th for several months. Well, hopefully you took notes on it so at least you have the notes. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> and so, alrighty, guys. Well, thanks again. We appreciate you spending two plus two hours with us, chunky hours <laughs> with us, and we will see you in two weeks with Saw. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts.